Discover your real estate career with Joe Lenz and Stephanie Godel. Hi, this is Joe Lenz, and I'm with Stephanie Godel. And uh, good morning, Steph. How's it going? It's going great. How are you? I'm doing really good. You had a good weekend, didn't you? I had a great weekend. Uh, that's nice. What did you do? I moved. How was that? It was hard, but uh, it it was good. It's good to get that experience. Uh, it's been a few years since we've done that, so let's bring it on home. Very good. And, that, and uh, so today, you and I have been talking about open houses, right? Yes, we have. And, you know, we've got some suggestions for our open houses today, and we have what uh, how to hold just a really successful bang-up open house, and you don't have to have jump jump uh, machines in front of the house and ice cream machines and margarita machines to make that happen, do you? No, you don't. You just got to be prepared and work it like everything else you do in life. And the best way to do that, once you obviously have secured an open house for that following weekend, the best place to start is to preview similar homes that are on the marketplace or in that surrounding neighborhood. And why the heck would you want to go out and preview homes that are equal to or less than? Because if a client walks in and they say this is not the home for them, you are prepared and ready to help them with a different home and different insights on those homes. And what do you think about showing them a property right there during that open house? What do you think about that? If they're ready to go, I say go for it. I agree. I agree. Now, do you just lock up the house that you're holding open? Do you? What do you do? Do you put a note on the front door that you'll be back in 15 minutes? What do you? What's What's up with that? Honestly, I would. Um, I would probably I would lock it up, put a note on the door, but see if I can't get a fellow agent that's around to come in and, and help sub. Mm -hmm. And obviously, if you're holding an open house with a secondary agent, which is a good idea, right. um, they can stay there and, and man the open house. Very good. So we talked about updating, um, or we're going to talk a little bit about other things that we should do. And while we're on the previewing, um, what about collaboration? Is, is, is enough said about collaboration, or do we really need to know what's going on around us? We totally need to know what's going on around us, and that does happen through collaboration, which in all reality, you take that big word and knock it down a couple, and it's just talking with other people. That's exactly right. So in other words, so if we've got a competitor or one of our own fellow agents in your office holding an open house around the corner, um, you know, gosh, shouldn't we just drop off a couple of cards there and let them know that we're holding an open house and ask them to send their residual clients to us and, and vice versa and uh, and come to an agreement that, you know, we're either going to do a referral or that's their client or whatever, um, but really work on what's best for the client, what's best for each individual seller. Absolutely. So the other thing is we talked about how do you push it out, how do you make it available, and so many people think, okay, well, I'll put out 10 signs, and I'll put an open house flag in front of the house, and, and that ought to draw traffic in. You know, what do you think of that? You know, that's, that's really not enough these days. So obviously the first one is super easy. You update in the MLS. You say holding open house Saturday from 1 to 4 in the MLS. That gets pushed out to all the other aggregate sites. That's taken care of. The next step is uh, post it on Facebook, Instagram, all over your social media to really get that word out as well. I agree. Um, you know, we, there's some, a lot of words being talked about CRM, you know, your client relationship management tool. Um, you know, and I, I know a lot of folks say, you know, it doesn't matter what CRM you have, just use a CRM. They're all good. You know, it, it doesn't work unless you work it. Doesn't, exactly. So I'm thinking, 
you know, setting up different groups. And what if you had a group that was just open house group, and these were people that have been coming into your open houses, um, you know, for during your career, during the last six months, and you're building this list. Shouldn't they be invited to every open house that you do every every weekend? One hundred percent. So they know you're busy too. Well, that's the other thing. Open houses are really the only real evidence out there that we we as realtors are working. You know, when the client sees our open house signs out there every weekend, um, they really they they come to realize that we're the we're the neighborhood expert. One of uh, an agent I was talking to yesterday just does a ton of business. Uh, got a call from um, a national flipper and uh, they'd already done this house and the only reason they listed with that agent and even called and reached out to that agent it was because they saw their signs so that comes off that's amazing yeah it's, it's funny it's, how that works <laughs> so yeah and uh, of course when you ask her how many signs she puts out she says well I don't stop at 10 um, no. you know 20 30 signs at least uh, so what do you think about having a lender in, in the house while you're doing it that's always a good idea as well. They're there to answer any financing questions that are available. Um, and then they can also do co-branded flyers as well with a lot of the financing information on those flyers for the buyers to take with them. Right. And then you've got, um, you know, what about inviting neighbors? What about having an early preview? What about, you know, setting something special up for that neighborhood and say, you know what, I'm holding an open house this weekend from from 1 to 5, or pick a number, it doesn't have to be that, but between 12 and 1, I'm going to have a special neighborhood open house. Come on in. Most neighbors, you know, know some, that at least one person that would they would love to either move into the neighborhood or their friends have mentioned to them, I would love to live in this neighborhood. And then it makes them feel good about, about you as an agent and the fact that you're taking this seriously and, and looking to find the perfect people to move into this new home. I've also found that a lot of times, man, when somebody lists, when a neighbor lists a house, that usually generates another listing because it's like, well, if they did it and they're getting that price or X amount, you know, it's time for us. We've been thinking about doing the same thing. You know, if John and Mary are moving, then it's time for us to go as well. At least one usually pops up, if not more. Right. So then the, the one of the last things that we need to talk about is just, you know, adding those contacts into your back into your CRM. So, you know, when you have the people come through, you got 10, 15 people come through, you want to make sure that you're adding that those people to your contact list so you can invite them and follow up with them and put them into a good follow-up program. And then the most important thing is, um, you know, sometimes you don't have a listing that you can hold open. So you, you hold open a listing that belongs to one of the other agents in your office. And I've always said you got to make that listing agent look like a king or queen in their client's eyes. And um, so you've got to report back. And you got to report back to the listing agent um, how many people came through so that they can report back to the seller on how it went. But if it's your listing, what, who do you need to report back to? That seems kind of a dumb question. <laughs> your seller. <laughs> but always make sure follow-up is key and make sure you, again, either let your seller know or the listing agent know how the open house went and any feedback you received during that open house. Well, I know a lot of people attack open houses, and I, that's the wrong word, but a lot of people say open houses is a very passive way of prospecting. But yet, you know, it's time and time again, open houses um, always create something. An open house either creates a sale, creates another listing, it creates an opportunity for conversations. Um, anything else you'd like to add, Stephanie? I think that's it. I think we did a good job of covering how to hold a successful open house today. I do too, and I and, uh, just want to thank you for listening. Stephanie, thanks for being with me. I appreciate it. 
and um, everybody have a great week and charge on. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and then share it with someone you think will benefit from it.